Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week we are previewing Michigan's college football playoffs semifinal game against TCU on December 31st. Right now Michigan is a 7.5 favorite um, and we're going to kind of go into our, our predictions, things to watch, so on, so forth. Yeah. <laughs> And um, kind of just being able to get to know who TCU is. We yeah. have a program have never played the Horned Frogs before. And I wonder, I mean, besides like Northwestern, I wonder how many purple teams we've ever played. That oh, would be a fun so fact true. to know. Right? Yeah. Are you like previewing that? Like, is that one of your two truths and a lie? I was just thinking about it. I was like, how often do you play a school that's like purple and white? Well, what other purple... And I'm like, oh, wait, we play Northwestern. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Google purple college football teams. Because some of them could be purple and gold. I'm pretty sure you If you Google is. it... Oh, LSU. LSU is purple and gold. Apparently NYU is, but like... Oh, University of Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did play Washington. Okay, so now we're like... We're two... We're 2-0 and against purple teams We're two in the past oh. two years. Wait. Yeah, when yeah. was the last time we played Northwestern? Last year, I think. Michigan. I'll chop it up. To- oh, I remember the revenge tour. We, we won that one. Um, and then 2018. 2021 was the last time Michigan played Northwestern. Okay, so we usually do pretty oh, so well we against purple teams. We do. Okay, well, last year we played both purple teams in 2021, and we beat both of them. So yeah. we're right and high right now. Awesome. And yeah, okay, cool. That's a good I like that. <laughs> it's a good start. Odds are in our favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for around the hand and harl, we're summarizing kind of like predictions of the game or things to know. Just a one minute Yeah, I don't know. A a one minute thing. Like pretty much like grab bag of the a preview. Yeah, exactly. And a summary. Do you wanna go first? I will go first. Okay, let me pull up my timer. Oh, I have, like, a weird, like, a weird neck thing. A weird neck thing? You know when you have, like, a weird neck thing and you, like, can't turn your head? Oh, you mean, like, when we were driving down to the Final Four in San Antonio? Yeah, you, but yours was worse because yours had to be, like, (laughs) medicated. (laughs) Mine is just, like, I think, go ahead. I was just saying, which is, like, also just kind of, like, a weird neck thing, but I guess it could be on a spectrum. Yeah, I think mine's, like, lower on the spectrum of weird neck things. But, like, I've been in, like, a really good routine lately if I wake up and I have, like, a really good neck crack, and now it's, like, I think I took uh, it too far. Oh. I was going to say, it, was it going to be one of those things where you're trying to, cra- like, have your neck crack and it didn't work? Because that is always, like, a super uncomfortable feeling. Oh, no, you, it, like, yeah, hurts. Like, I can't look to oh. the, I can't look to the right. It, like, hurts too much. It oh, happened, like, good. the moment I was calling you. So it's not, like, oh. a, a long-term thing. It's been going on for, like, however long we've been on the phone. 14 minutes. Um, 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, if you're out there and you have a weird neck thing, pass along some, like, remedies. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it will be gone. I'll, I'll update. I'm Don't sure let me gone. forget to update at the end of this episode if it's still there. Yeah, please do. Okay. <laughs> Start whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> The moment has finally arrived, but not at the time of this podcast. Michigan plays TCU this festive New Year's Eve weekend in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl that has a creepy sun mascot. 
Michigan is two in the CFP with TCU at three. The Frogs went undefeated until they lost to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. Michigan is 13-0 for the first time ever and won back-to-back Big Ten championship titles. TCU strategizes to stop Michigan's runs, so good luck with that. And I guess they want JJ to throw on that I can also agree on. Fun fact that these two teams have have never played before. But then again, Michigan is old and now there are so many college teams that it's not that weird. I can't wait to learn about the Horned Frogs on this episode because that's all I know about them. Well, that and they're purple. The TCU Horned Frog football team represents Texas Christian University in college football at the NCAA Division I football bowl subdivision. The Horned Frogs play their home games in Amon G. Carter Stadium, which is located on the TCU campus in Fort Worth. I'm also so excited to have Michigan football back. It's been kind of boring, and that's men's basketball's fault. Maybe if football wins the CFP, the trade for basketball being bad will be fulfilled, and I can rejoice with Juwan again. What's a horn frog anyway, and why does it need the distinction? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was one minute and 12 seconds, but honestly, I feel like you needed every second of it, so that's fine. <laughs> that's so true. What is a horned frog? Like, a horned frog. I'm doing a lot of research this episode. Okay, it represents the Texas Christian University and college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know that our horned frogs <laughs> real. It's a good question too. I think. We oh, it's a type of that. lizard. Oh. They're not dangerous. Oh okay. They do squirt <laughs> blood out of their eyes when threatened. <laughs> and they're not extinct. Oh, that's good. And their size is like the least of your concerns. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So, in, like, a size lot. differential between, like, a wolverine and a horned frog. Well, that's my other question that I, like, Google at least three times a year is, what is a wolverine? <laughs> what is a wolverine? Because they are real. They are real. They're, like, kind of, like, vicious beavers, but without the beaver tail. Are they a vicious beaver? I picture kind of, like, a bigger, like, mongoose. It's, like, kind of, like, a more vicious. badger... Oh, right. That's the right animal, a badger. Is a wolverine... Just a more aggressive badger. (laughs) A more aggressive badger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, For sheer offensive power, the wolverine gets the advantage against badgers. So I guess wolverines have better offense, but badgers have a better defense. Because of their jaw strength. Better offensive line. (laughs) Yeah. The Wolverines have the best offensive so if line. I have, yeah, if I had an offensive line of Wolverines versus an offensive line of just Badgers, the Wolverines would win. Which is interesting because the Wisconsin Badgers are typically known for their offensive line. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, should I do Let me pull up my timer. Okay. Every time I try and like pull up the clock app, I always press the... The calculator? The, yeah. <laughs> okay, whenever you're ready. Okay. On December 31st, 2022, Michigan will face the TCU Horned Frogs in the Fiesta Bowl for the college football playoff semifinals. TCU is the three seed in the college football playoff, and Michigan is the two seed. The Horned Frogs are 12-1 and and have beaten every team on their schedule at least once. Their only loss is an overtime loss to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship presented by Dr. Pepper but they had beaten Mm -hmm. Kansas State 38-28 earlier in the season. TCU plays how they play over in Texas, relying on big, explosive offensive plays. Michigan opened as a 9.5-point favorite and is now a 7.5-point favorite. 
The over-under is 59.5 points. TCU has yet to play a defense of Michigan's caliber, and it will be a tough game, but the odds do seem to be in Michigan's favor. That was short, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You were at 44 seconds. Oh, we kind of evened each other out. I really do think so, because my, like, extra 12, like, would have brought us back to an even one minute. Wow. We're really, also, like... I thought you are Yeah, we're rolling this yeah. Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen the, like... The mascot thing, the sun thing. It like the greeted the football team when they came. Yeah, it like, greeted them when they were coming off the airplane, and I was like, "What a horrifying thing to see!" Like as soon as you come off of like your four hour flight to Phoenix, and you just see this creepy mascot. Wait, no. I, can. Did you send it to me on Twitter? A, I can. Uh, I'll go look for it. Okay. Well, we don't need to do that right now. But <laughs> yeah, not right now. But I will. I will find it. And okay, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, mascots are like a very hit or miss um, phenomenon for me. I guess mostly because it's like a mascot for an event. Yeah. Like it's the fiestable mascot. Interesting. I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> uh, do you want to oh. do two truths and a lie? Oh, yes. Okay. You never you never guess what I just found. Oh. What did you find? <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you right now. On Twitter. Alright. I have my two trees in a line. Whenever it Oh up. my. <laughs> That's the Fiesta Bowl mascot. I don't know, yeah. it's kind of um why does it have a tongue? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's just so many things about it and I'm like, why is this what it is? That's interesting. It does look like it's ready to fiesta. Okay. I don't think either school has like a mascot, so maybe they just had to have one. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because who's gonna be like doing push-ups? Although Michigan has the stormtrooper, kind of a mascot. That's fair. Has the wing helmet. I'm pretty sure. All right. Would you like to go first this time? Sure. Okay. okay. I'm gonna try my best. Because we picked only TCU facts, and while I was writing them down, I'm like, any of these could have fooled me <laughs> about being okay. truth or lies. <laughs> I have, like, kind of a, a variety. Okay. I really want to know if we read the same article when we typed in TCU facts <laughs> into our Google search engine. <laughs> TCU ranks ninth nationally in opposing completion percentage. So that's, you know, about their defense. <laughs> Fort okay, Worth cool. <laughs> has on average 25 more days of sunshine per year than Detroit TCU has a special brick color see if already stumped me <laughs> do you want me to read them again mm, I'm gonna try my best okay so the first one was ninth in Completion percentage is that what you said? Opposing completion percentage, so Opposing. like their defense, yeah. Okay. Like they the they stop one. they stop the other team from completing their receipts. The second one was having more sunshine than Detroit, which twenty five more days of sunshine per year than Detroit. Honestly. That's just so believable. Because there's okay. so many days that are just overcast and not sunny. <laughs> In Southeast Michigan, uh, and then the last one. A specific brick color? Yeah, a special brick color. A special brick. Mm, 
I'm go- I'll just go with that one. No. Why would I make up a special Brit color? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how would I come up with that? <laughs> um, TCU has a special brick color called TCU Buff, and the only exception to that is their Robert Carr Chapel, which is a reddish color. But all the rest of their buildings are a special golden color, which is the TCU Buff. Ooh. Which is very much in contrast to Michigan, where like every building is extremely different. Correct. Which I think helps in the long run, because when all the buildings look the same, I feel like you can get lost easily. That's true. Like, you are not mm-hmm. confusing Ross and, like, the Law Quad. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Or, like, Ross with, like, most buildings. <laughs> or, like, the Law Quad with most buildings. <laughs> you can confuse, like, I don't know, those buildings over by the MLB. They all kind of have, like, a special brick color, like, North Quad and stuff. Mm, that's fair. I was going to say, you can get lost in M- the MLB. Oh, very much so. You can do laps yeah. in the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> We used to record this podcast in the MLB. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Wait, right? Sad. That was the MLB, right? I feel like I ask you this every week. Was that the MLB or was that North Quad? No, it was the league. No. We have done... I think we did one in the league. An episode. Okay. We did used to do it on, like, okay. the floor of Angel Hall. Oh. <laughs> Okay, anyway, the lie was that Fort Worth has on average 25 more days of sunshine per year than Detroit. They actually have on average 50 more days of sunshine per year than Detroit. You see, that's also believable. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I just need to read the stat. Ann Arbor wasn't on the list, but Detroit was, Mm -hmm. like, the closest one. Um, Detroit only has 75 days of like complete sunshine a year and then 105 partly sunny days with a total of Mm. 180 days with sun which i just think is like explains a lot about the um mental health at the university of michigan you rarely see any of the colleges in michigan (laughs) yeah yeah like imagine like our friends that like go to schools in the northern part of the state it's probably even less depressing It'd be so sad. I I had a rough time in those winters. It's so dark for so long. Yeah, and, like, in Boston, (laughs) the sun sets way earlier. Like, the sun's, like, it's dark by, like, 3.30 right now in Boston. But, like, when the sun is... That would drive me insane. (laughs) But when the sun is up, it's sunny. Like, the skies are blue. It's, like, clear. Whereas in Michigan, it's, like, cloudy and gray all the time, even when the sun Mm -hmm. is up. So it's, like... I don't know. Give and take. I guess the I guess answer is just to move to Fort Worth. I don't know which one I would prefer. Yeah. Because then it means I'm living in Texas, so I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. All right, you probably already lies. know my one of my fun facts because you already read it aloud on this podcast, but I'm going to do it again. Okay. Because you said the horned frog is actually a horned lizard or a horned toad. And it became the school's mascot in 1887 after appearing in the school yearbook. A committee picked it over the name Cactus, and it stuck around for over 130 years. Wow. And what was it? So it was like a harmless insectivorous. So they eat insects, lizards of the western U.S. and Mexico that resemble toads and have horn-like spines. That's They're all known one for fact. shooting blood from their eyes as its defensive mechanism. This is still all one fact. That is all one fact about the horned frog. I figured I would just read the whole thing because you kind of already know that that's the truth. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) 
All right, so here's one. Oh, I forgot. I like to write down like what this was specifically, but I think this is like their like chant or like fighting cry. Okay. Okay. Riff ram bazu, lickety lickety zuzu, woo wah <laughs> wah woo, give them hell TCU. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is called riff ram bazu. Okay, I um, believe it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, next one. Inside TCU's football stadium stands the TCU Frog Drum, a 3,000-pound uh, contraption built in 1994. The purple frog features purple lights, and smoke comes out of its mouth. Um, yes. Uh, oh, wait. Here it is. The, the other part. If you're ever sitting near it, earplugs are highly recommended. <laughs> okay, the fact that you made one of these up is like kind of disturbing to me. Um, but I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm the, the third one is the lie, like in some capacity. I don't know how, just because I don't think you would have made the whole like riff raff raw thing up. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. It is actually a, a frog horn. And oh, it's not a drum. It's a horn. It's a horn. Okay. Because the frog, the frog horn is most known for its sound, producing a whistle of up to a hundred decibels during football games. They do it during games. Yes. Frog horn. Which is why when oh. they're like, if you sit next to it, you you would need severe plugs. Oh, it's a little bit disturbing <laughs> to look at. I did. I didn't look at it. I just saw that they had a frog horn, and I was like, that's hilarious. If you Google frog horn, the first article that comes up is. Wah! The frog horn! <laughs> Ooh, I typed it in and I got these, like, creepy mascot statues. So I guess they actually... Oh! The hua! I see it! <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I am so sorry that TCU is starting to get on my good side. I really like Oh my this. gosh, that is so funny. <laughs> Can we post this on our Instagram? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a train. Like, there's a lot of, like, Purdue energy going on here. Okay, so it's probably, like, a foghorn. Oh. And then has, like, fog come out. Wow. Care in feeding. Not only does the machine require cleaning and hauling for games, parades, and bowl appearances. Maintenance is complicated. <gasps> so does it has that bowl mean appearances? <laughs> it has bowl appearances. Oh, no. Someone confirm if the frog horn is there. Please. You confirm. I will. Yes. That's your task. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I hope we, I get to sit by it. Well, bring your earplugs. Well, they bring it. To, they're like, the frog horn is part of many special moments for students and alumni. And it's like oh, there for like graduation. Like graduation. <laughs> What's the thing called where it's like graduation, but it's when you start college? Convocation? I was like, I was like anticipation, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we our next little thing is that we each have three players that we had to learn about and present to the other person. Um, Can I get you a Riff Ram Bazoo shirt? Yes, please. No, like, I'm afraid I'm accidentally going to become a TCU fan. Because as I was researching these players, I was like, oh, they seem like nice guys. When I was, like, researching these fun facts, I was like, these are, like, very funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Michigan is too, like, pretentious and, like, I don't know. I feel like Michigan doesn't really, like, fun the way other schools do. I think I'm going to go into my Riff Ram Bazu era and just, like, do, like, a deep dive into the history of this and perhaps, like, learn it. Because also to, Rutgers like, had their, like, really Rutgers roo ra ra Rutgers Yeah, ra 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 But it's, like, why does yeah, Michigan not have any, like, Bazu Ra's or Riff Rams? Or zoo or lickety lickety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All we have is, like... Let's Hail. go blue. <laughs> to Hail. the victors. <laughs> yeah. Or the like. Yeah. Should we make one? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if Rem Razu let's go blue. Blue. Oh, that's so easy. <laughs> we just Dumb. gotta get it to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we okay. figured that we would introduce you to probably some of the key players. That will be out on the field representing TCU Horned Frogs near and far and everywhere. Mostly because, you know, they're the one that's representing the university. And so we divvied them up between the three of us in like a snake draft. Um, there are only really two because, of us. Yeah, there's two of us. So it was just kind of like an auto snake draft. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, do you want to go first? Because you're, so like, the I, main guy. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to kick it off because I have the man of the hour himself, um, which is their quarterback, Max Duggan, or full name, Maxwell. Um, oh, that's good to know. Good to yes. keep in mind. <laughs> good to keep in mind that his name is Maxwell. Um, So he is a senior for the TCU Horned Frogs. And he will be wearing number 15 if you wanted to look out for him. Um, he's a little bit hard season- to miss, given that he's... Yeah, given that he's the quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, just in case. If they're, like, screwing around on the field and stuff, and you're like, I wonder where Maxwell is. Number 15. <laughs> All right, so he has 3,321 yards on the season, which is ranked 19th amongst quarterbacks. Uh, he's thrown 30 touchdowns, which was good for 12th in... The- and four interceptions. So, you know, really a 79.9 uh, QBR. So a really, like, reliable and consistent quarterback presence. Um, I believe, I don't know, like, the full number, but I know he was going for, like, the college, his college's record for the amount of touchdowns this season. Um, that article said 17 at the time. So I guess he could have it at this point. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but... You know, really reliable, consistent numbers. There's a reason why he, like, had an invite to the Kiwi Award in New York, a.k.a. the Heisman. Um, but, yes. Um, what else? Okay, so because of that, this effort, he has won two, two like, major awards um, this year, which is the Davy O'Brien Award and the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award um, for his efforts. He's also the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. He's a second-team All-American and first team all big 12 um so just pretty much like the core and the central part of their offensive identity is mr maxwell duggan himself um so this will probably be the definitely like our main aspect of like determining what our game is again with our defense um because he is you know our main concern which is why he went first but, you yes. know, he, a quarterback is as good as his offensive line and his receivers. 
So please kick us off with who we see this man throwing to on the most often. Ooh, good little um, transition there. Um, so Max Duggan is obviously the like guy everyone's talking about, but I really do think Quentin Johnston is more of the guy to watch. TZU <laughs> <laughs> has like a few different receivers who are really, really good, but Quentin Johnston is probably well, he is their leading receiver. He mm-hmm. is going to be the best wide receiver in this upcoming NFL draft. He'll be a first round pick. So he's really someone to keep your eyes on. Um, Also, TCU's wide receivers are fast. So that is something to keep in mind because TCU relies on big plays. Um, Mm. I'm going to go into Quentin Johnston's honors a little bit. He was, um, I believe, first team all Big 12 this year. He was definitely first team all Big 12 last year. Um, And he won a all big 12 honorable mention in 2020 so he's been around for quite some time he's a junior he's 6'4 um he averages 17 yards per reception i'm sorry per receive and he has over 900 yards this season and that's like he's not even their only it's not like he's their only receiver like they have quite a few i Mm -hmm. think three receivers who are constantly getting receives so that is impressive um it will likely be will johnson from michigan who will be the one rising to the occasion um Mm. because this will be kind of similar to how marvin harrison jr was for ohio state so will johnson was the man of the hour then and we'll see if he can do it again this time i think like i mean will johnson was amazing against ohio state so he just needs to have Mm -hmm. another one of those games our little diaper tandy of the year which is you know all that we can expect from such an impressive performance from our young quarterback. Um, so I have my favorite like positional group for football, which is the running back. Uh, it's just Kendra Miller. Um, again, if you're like watching this game and you're like seeing someone like scamper and scurry around in the jersey that's purple, probably most likely. Or maybe, like, white. I don't actually know, like, who was home and who was away. Anywho, it's number 33. And um, he took over the starting position um, this season. Um, so, you know, he has a... As, ooh, no, sorry. He has a majority of, like, the carries for the team. He's um, had 216 attempts. And, you know, season's not over yet. And he's rushed for 1,342 yards in... 17 touchdowns which is averaging about 6.2 yards a carry so you know you give him the ball he's gonna get you some yards and it's interesting to see like a highly powered like running back that we will also be going up against because this is pretty much like our entire offensive strategy I mean we're super talented in our running room and so to see like the balanced offense that TCU has um, they also have like a variety of weapons that they can utilize, and you know I'm really interested to see. Uh, Michigan's like rushing defense is one of the best in the country. Um, obviously, their like passing defense isn't up as like highly like rated, but definitely can see like Kendrick Miller being a problem for Michigan if we can't like actively you know contain his efforts um, from the beginning. But then again, you know, they can just rely on Max Tuckett and, you know, Quentin Johnston. But there are definitely multiple threats along the 
the offense. We still have some other players that we can also be keeping an eye out that are the reason why TCU has been so successful this year. But we're going to flip it over to the defense. Um, and you're going to bring, like, who's going to be actively taking on our Michigan offense? Yes, especially if Michigan is forced to throw the ball more, which it sounds like. I mean, that's what they've had to do the past two games without Blake Corum. It also sounds mm-hmm. like, from what Sonny Dykes was saying, that might be a TCU's defensive strategy again um, to force Michigan to make explosive plays, which at this point we know they can do. Um, mm-hmm. Travius Hodges Tomlinson. Um, if you want to be cool, you can just call him Trey Tomlinson. I noticed that's like what what people are doing. Um, he is five foot nine. He's a senior corner. He was first team All Big Twelve this year. There was, if you look at the All Big Twelve awards, TCU was like taking a lot of those awards home. Um, also, he is the nephew of TCU football legend and former Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, Pro Football F- Hall of Famer and former Chargers player Ladanian Tomlinson. So, I if you're a Chargers fan or a TCU fan. You might know who that is. If you're a GCU fan, you're probably cringing listening to this episode, though, because we're giving some very basic facts. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just (laughs) something to keep in mind that they have a very talented corner. He was first-team All-Big 12 this year, last year. Um, He was first-team All-American in 2020. He was second-team All-American in 2020, according to AP, it was PFF, first team All-American. So, very talented corner in Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Right. I wonder, like, what the matchup will be. Yeah, I know. Ronnie? Are you seeing? I don't know. Well, it also just depends on, like, what kind of defense they play, like, where, where they put the corners. Because if they're keeping them up, I don't know. We'll see. That's also a good point. Because, you know... We'll definitely be trying to like target their like hybrid, like tension grabbing receivers, you know, like we have been doing the last two games. Mm-hmm. But if I was thinking like on the flip side, like I am the opposing team, like what receiver am I like most concerned for? And I'm not entirely sure if I know I'm the answer. I'm not entirely sure that I'm like concerned about a receiver. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, if anything, it's like our tight end, and those are usually like bigger dudes so i don't know yeah i'll leave i'll leave that strategy to you know the defensive coordinator (laughs) because that is like out of my bandwidth um but going back over to offense for me um i'm steve avila um and he is on the offensive line for tcu um as a guard and um fun fact about him Captain for TCU and one of the best offensive linemen in the country. Um, received multiple All-American honors. I'm pretty sure he was a, a consensus All-American this year, um, which makes sense. He has in a lot of sack and 477 pass-blocking snaps. Um, oh, my goodness. So, you know, if Max – he says here, you know, he, Avila has been excellent at providing uh, protection to Max Duggan, um, which is huge, you know – when your offense relies on a dude like Maxwell. So this this guy's been like super consistent. Um and, you know, they've already done like like some scouting like reports for him and so I was just gonna read some through some of those. Um it's, you know, uh good size and power, firing off the line of scrimmage and capable of creating move movement in the run game. 
which, you know, like I already mentioned before, uh, Kendra Miller is like averaging about like 6.2 um, yards a carry. Um, and this would be a big reason as to why. Um, he's heady and savvy pass protector, capable of making calls and setting protections at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, second level as a um, coordinated when moving to the second level as a run blocker, capable of landing blocks on the move. Um, has really good leverage despite being a taller dude and moves really well for someone his size. Um, yeah, it, it, big dude moves quickly for how large he is and is really good at protecting his quarterback. Um, so as you know, as such, this will be, uh, a, a definitely a big, big test for like our defensive line and I think that's like an aspect people have been discussing pretty much all week is how Michigan's defensive line will stack up against um, the offensive line of TCU so I think that'll be like a really like nice like battle if you want to watch obviously it's like a little bit more like technical if you want to look at it and not as like flashy as like other things but this is definitely be like as they always say like where the game is won at the line so you know, I, ho I hope our defensive line is prepared, but I know that they are because we have one of the best defenses in the country, but this will be a, a really nice matchup that I've seen so far, just getting to know some of these players. Yeah. Um, and then back to the defensive side of the ball, Dylan Horton is a 6'4 senior defensive lineman. I believe he's a defensive end. He transferred to TCU from University of New Mexico in 2020. Um. There isn't, like, too much to say about him as a defensive end. Mm -hmm. I just think, like, mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, give you a player to look for on that defensive line. Um, his mm -hmm. season record was in the Big 12 Championship presented by Dr. Pepper, where he had five tackles and three <laughs> sacks against Kansas State. So let's just hope he does not have a game like that again. Um, and he was an all-Big 12 honorable mention this year. So, again, like, not anything too, um, like, exciting to say about him other than he's probably their best defensive lineman and, yeah, just something. To, I mean, I don't think their D-line is going to be any match for the Joe Morrow winning offensive line at the University of Michigan, but keep your eyes open for it, I guess. <laughs> A little something to watch for. And, and watch for we will indeed. We are just days away from Michigan in their second college football playoff appearance. It still seems surreal to say because during our time at school, that's all we wanted, you know, was to go to the CFP. And we can already mentioned, I am indeed going to Phoenix. Sorry for all y'all who are flying in from Detroit and if your flight was canceled, uh, I'm driving in because, you know, live on the West Coast. Um... <laughs> I'm super excited to go. Um, it's going to be so nice and warm there in Phoenix. Um, it should be a great game. Can't wait to go to Glendale, you know, go where the Cardinals play. And, you know, hopefully watch Michigan, you know, win their first bowl game in, I don't even remember how long, 2015. <laughs> um, oh, and, gosh. uh, you know, get one win in a bowl game and then move on to the biggest one of them all. I really hope that is something that happens because I'll, it'll be a really sad car ride on the way home if not. Um, so we're going to manifest and like visualize like JJ and hope for the best. But what are you most what looking are something... forward to? 
Yeah, I was going to ask you, what are you most looking forward to? But um, <laughs> I'm most looking forward to, uh, like I said, being there, getting to watch the game. I'm just so excited to have football back. It's been, like, a really, like, long, like, three weeks if, at this point. And I'm just super excited to watch, like, the fun, exciting Michigan Wolverines again. The fun, exciting Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> and what else am I looking forward to? I guess just, like, being there. Because I, I did go to one game this year, which is the Michigan State game. But, like, I've always I've always dreamed of going to the college football playoff, you know? And I'm glad that it was able to work out for me. <laughs> um, also looking forward to, supposedly, there's an alumni tailgate at Dave & Buster's, and I'm really bummed that you can't be there with me. Because I know, what better so occasion than, us. like, right? <laughs> A fun card, some arcade games... Come on. <laughs> College football playoff? I'm so excited. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, I should go to Dave & Buster's here, like, in Michigan and Solidarity. But then I'm like, who would I go to Dave & Buster's with? There's there's no one besides Harley for me to go with. Um, I would say I'm most looking forward to... Okay, I really hope Ohio State loses to Georgia. I'm really looking forward to that hopefully happening. I, I really hope that oh. happens. Um, <laughs> so you want to play Georgia again? Okay, I would rather lose to Georgia than than lose to Ohio State, and I'd rather beat Georgia than beat Ohio State, so yeah. Um, you know, inter- you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> We'd never live it down if we lost to Ohio State in the championship game. Yeah, no, like, that's Worst case scenario for the entire season. Actually, no. Yeah. Yeah, go dogs. <laughs> rah, rah, Georgia, rah, rah. I don't know. Um, I'm also... Come on, Stetson, you got it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what else I'm looking forward to in the game besides um that. But I'm nervous again? about, like... Where are you going to be? Are you going to be in Michigan still? Yeah, I'm going to be in my living room. Um, last Harshie year, himself. Harshie himself? Jeff oh, Jeff Harshie himself? himself? Yeah, Jeff Harshie will be there. Maria this as well. so much fun. And I don't know what other Harshies will be around. Um, last year, after Michigan lost to Georgia, like, I didn't even stay up till midnight. I just went to bed. So, I don't know, maybe That's I'll fair. make it to ring in the new year this year. Um, <laughs> uh, what I'm most nervous about, like... I, I don't know. Losing. I, I don't That's, know. Yeah. What are you most nervous about? I think I would be, yeah, most nervous about losing the game and then Ohio State winning. That's, yeah. like, the worst case scenario for me. And like, then... I'm, ugh, I can't even think about it. Right? But then, like, it's the second worst scenario would, t- would be to lose. Is I'm a really really sour loser poor loser whatever you want to call it oh i know i i don't handle it well so <laughs> oh i know <laughs> but <laughs> no there's not um how far of a drive is it back home for you from glendale i don't i think it's like 13 hours so we're going oh, down to L.A. to get our friends, which is about six, and I think it might be another six from L.A. to Phoenix. Okay, so you'll have a little um, break in between. On the way back, will you have mm-hmm. a break? Will you stop in L.A.? Yeah, we'll stop in L.A., drop them off, and then drive back up 
So, oh, you're just dropping them off, or are you going to, like, spend the night? I hope we spend the night, because... Yeah, that's a lot. I don't really... I mean, I know, like, Alex can drive that, but I'm, like... I have to be, like, you know, the person that provides the entertainment, and if I'm tired, I'm just going to be asleep. <laughs> Do you feel like you've, um... Like, I used to be able to handle long car rides, like... Like, we did the, the San Antonio thing, like, we did that mm-hmm. with literally, like, no stops, <laughs> um... And now, like, I can't even, the thought of driving from Michigan to Boston is, like, no. Do you have to do that? No. Oh, But it's just, like, I I don't like thinking about it. It's so true. I mean, I already, like, know that my, like, max at this point is about, like, five or six hours. Like, if I'm the one driving, Mm -hmm. I get really, like, antsy. And I'm like, can we get out of the car, please? Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, what would be a success in your book? I feel oh, like just a win. Obvious, yeah, it was, like, obviously, like, a win. Mostly because I would snap this, like, losing streak of bowl games that we've been on. And then, you know, crying tears of joy. Um, and having our first, like, national championship game appearance. Hold on. I can't. I do apologize in advance if there's just audio of my cat scratching at the litter box because she's been <laughs> doing that and it's super annoying. Anyways, I think it would be really fun and cool and exciting from the fun festive um, Wolverines uh, to make an appearance in you know the national championship game on the 25-year anniversary of our last national um, championship. Um, I think that would be super special and... It's something that I'm hoping for. So, obviously, success in my book would to be, like, to earn that um, national championship appearance um, on the anniversary of our last one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would prefer a decisive win, like, obviously. Um, but yeah. it's not one of those, like, obviously we had a lot of regular season games where it's, like, a close win wouldn't be a success in my book. But I could see this game being really close. I could see it being really low scoring. Um I wish that Ohio State Georgia was before Michigan TCU, but it's not. So, yeah. I'm kind of excited that it's the earlier game, and it sounds really? like everybody else's as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm now not... you don't have to like, well, you don't have to stay up late. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah, but you could like go to bed if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm holding just... you back from going to bed early. <laughs> I would just, yeah, and, like, you know me. I don't have plans for New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> but I would just rather, like, I know I shouldn't have Ohio State in my head like this, but if Ohio State loses to Georgia, then there's less pressure for Michigan to beat TCU. But if Ohio State beats Georgia and then Michigan mm-hmm. loses, like, I just, I would rather know ahead of time. But I really honestly don't see Ohio State beating Georgia. I don't think they can do that. I don't think they can. I mean, right. just the way that they played us last year, I'm not nervous on their behalf. <laughs> yeah. On Georgia's um, behalf? Yeah, I'm not nervous yeah. for them. And don't yeah. worry, Ohio State will have, like, five million excuses as to why it wasn't their day. Oh, yeah. But they think, have yeah. plenty of excuses for this year already, they, so. They always do that. To yes. be quirky and weird, but they're just weird, so. They're quirky. I'll give them that. They're... I would say Michigan is quirkier, though. I was going to say, that is, like, also us. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, any last words before we sign off for the day? Go blue, rah rah zuzu, beat TCU. Ooh, I like that. I want to say that my weird neck thing is still here. And oh. go blue. Okay. <laughs> go blue. <Bye. laughs> yeah.